Well, first off, I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. I'm Bobby Navia. <laughs> and uh, welcome back to the couch, everybody. This, I think, is episode 66. Something like that. Something like that. We're going to go with that. Yeah. We're just going to go with 66. Yeah. We, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, uh, episode 66. So this episode, I'm sure we'll... I'm sure we'll mention the trailer here or there. Yeah. But this is just going to be a, a review. I talk about the movie yeah. itself. Uh, yeah, about Joker. Yeah. This. So this is going to be riddled with spoilers. Oh, yes. This yeah. is true. Riddled with spoilers. So if you don't want any spoilers in your life, then mister, freeze this episode <laughs> right now. Because this shit's poison ivy. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I see what you did there. We put the spoiler scarecrow out <laughs> for this. I'm trying to think. Don't, don't be a two-faced. Two-face. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was, I, I, yeah, I had it going and I ran out of steam. Um, oh. All right, so Dorian, didn't, Dorian and I didn't see this together. Um, we saw it separately. Did anybody go yeah. with you, or did you fly solo? My wife. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, a quick Schwarzenegger impression yes. there for for everybody. Uh, um, yeah. So so yeah. So Hannah came with me, and uh, we saw it on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy crowd over at the Music Box. Oh, good. Yeah. No, really, uh, not not sell, sold out, but you know, it's a seven hundred fifty seat yeah. theater. I'd say you know, first it was Sunday like six thirty show we mm-hmm. saw. It's like. There had to have been at least five hundred people there. I oh, mean, that's yeah, awesome! If not more, nice. You know, it was it was pretty pretty crowded in there. So that's great. Yeah, it was cool to see the turnout. I'm glad people you know are showing up for the seventy millimeter stuff. Yeah, of right. course this is in like you could go see this in any theater in mm-hmm. Chicago, and just to see that like yeah even on Sunday night this many people are showing up to see like the film print. Right. You know, ostensibly in my mind at least I like to tell myself like everyone knows that they're seeing this here in film. They're not just yes. like oh it's around the corner let's just go. Right. Right. Um. You know, so it makes me happy to know that like there's that kind of uh, education amongst a larger audience than uh, you know you might initially think of like what makes this important and mm-hmm. like you know and cool and kind of like a um, an event in its own right. Right. That it's being shown in this format. So where do you want to start? You want to start with initial initial thoughts? What's, yeah, I where guess. Do you wanna... I guess just blanket overall kind of. Did you like the movie? Yes. You right. Know? Exactly. Um, yes. So, yeah, did you like the movie? Yeah. Well, I asked you first. Oh, you asked yeah. me first. Okay. <laughs> did you like the movie, Bobby? I did like the movie. Yeah. Um, and I say that in a way where I, I don't think it's, uh, um, you know, I don't think it's like 2001. Yeah. I don't think it's, no, it's anything near that whatsoever. However, that's not a criticism. Mm-hmm. I feel like the movie is a success for me that it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed myself. I liked watching it. I had uh, multiple feelings watching the movie where I would be like, oh, my God, don't do that. And then yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I like what they did there. That's I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm okay. cool with how they, you know, maybe not reneged, but just sort of, like, worked something in, you know, here and there. Um, but overall, just as a feeling, like, I, I really like the movie. And thinking about it a uh, couple days afterwards, like, cemented it. Mm-hmm. you know for me and just uh and just what i liked about it like sort of like yeah I w- it wasn't just like a post movie like oh my god it's you know the yeah. electricity of everybody right it was yeah. like no i really did like the movie you yeah. know what i mean so um sweet but at the same time yeah i'm not gonna say it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. i would hope not no no, <laughs> yeah no, 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 no. Uh, 
Um, cool. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little more conflicted about it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm. I, I don't hate this movie or anything. It, it wasn't. I'm happy for that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did not. I did not hate the movie. There were times where it made me want to hate it. Okay. <laughs> and um, there were other things that I actually kind of appreciated. Okay. But I'm. I guess to speak to a little bit of what I think you're talking about, and yeah, let's just again, let's get it out of again, the way. fucking spoilers, let's do man. It. We're let's gonna do, do this right now. The the fucking the Bruce Wayne stuff. The Bruce I'm Wayne guessing, stuff. or okay. the Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Uh, lineage mm-hmm. element. Um, that was definitely like a oh god moment for me. Me too. Like not and not in a good way. No, yeah, no, not at not all. In a good way, I yeah. was just like oh fuck, like please don't do yeah. this because. It's, you know, it was at a, a crucial point in the movie, you mm-hmm. know, where I was like, I was, I was kind of, I was in. You were in? You okay. Know, I was into it. Um, and, and then it was like, that was the moment where it, like, it became a Batman thing. Oh, yes. You know? And, like, I was fine with it being on the periphery. And, I mean, it's fucking called Joker. Of course, I know it's got to get there some way. But I liked the way that they were kind of keeping it on the edges of yeah. this. Yeah. And that's when it, like, directly intersected. Uh-huh. And, um, and that's kind of ultimately what left me feeling a little conflicted about it. Okay. Was that it was, like, uh, you know, everything. There, there is, I guess I can finally bring in my Two-Face reference here in a... In a uh, <laughs> Uh, effective way but you know the movie almost has like these two identities like as this serious art house like kind of character drama mm-hmm. and as a superhero movie right um and i don't feel like it ever resolved or reconciled those two things in a way that made it feel like a combination of both okay it, it felt to me like kind of throughout the two were in like a power struggle I, for like yeah. which movie is this uh-huh. And so all the things that I liked about it, yeah. you know, I also, there's like two ways for me to interpret it. I can interpret this as right. the art house movie, or I can interpret this as the superhero movie. Right. And when I interpret it as the art house movie, I kind of dig some of those things. Yeah. But then I look at it from the superhero angle and I'm like, I kind of fucking hate that. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it really left me in this weird like limbo yeah. of like, uh, well, I don't know how to really feel about some of these things then, because uh-huh. I, I think, you know, it's, it, for me, it becomes this like balancing, uh, you know, w- at what moment did the thing I like outweigh the possibility that what they were really doing was the thing I don't like. Okay. You know? All right. Um, and, and I'm forced to, because a lot of the things, you know, th- that I didn't like, yeah, revolve around this much more of it being like a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm kind of when left to my own interpretation, I'm kind of left to uh, assume that the worst tendencies of the superhero movie <laughs> are probably the driving force. OK, like it like a 70s art house film or, you know, uh, an art house film to me and also a, a, you know, especially a 70s one, which is very much the inspiration here, mm-hmm. the Scorsese. You know, this is if Taxi Driver and King of Comedy just fucked. Yeah. You know, no. that's this movie. That's, that's what you would get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um not saying that as a complaint necessarily, no, uh-uh. but uh, um, but yeah, and, and especially that seventies vibe, which you know the seventies movies did revolve around a lot of like anti heroes and amb- moral ambiguity and things like that. But they always still, even if they had like a really ambiguous ending, mm-hmm. you could they still had that punch of like they are saying something like you know specific. Right. This filmmaker wanted to say this, yeah, and that's what is being said here. Uh-huh. And you know this didn't have like that conviction behind it to me. Okay. 
um, to what it was saying. Yeah. And uh, that's just, yeah, where it kind of left me like a little deflated, like the more I thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So, yeah. That's in, in an, that's an overall. <laughs> I like that. No, I like, I feel like, um, I will agree that I think the, uh, the, the comic booky elements of the movie, I do feel are the, the weaker parts of the movie. Yeah. 100%. Um, they're fun to, they're fun to like see and kind of like, Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, Batman's my all time favorite yeah. character. So like, I, and same here actually too. Some of those moments were like really, really cool, but. I feel like we're for at least for the time being for this conversation. Let's like let's stick to the end. Yeah, because we'll let because that's kind of what I'm going to bring up is to what you're talking about in terms of the ambiguity of a lot of the movie. I think that's why I ultimately fall on liking the movie mm-hmm. overall. Uh, it's because I feel like for as many questions and answers that we got, they also just added something small in there to be like, uh, oh, but is it really mm-hmm. or not? And I feel like that's how the movie kind of at least saved itself for me in terms of like, I either like it or I don't like it. Yeah. And then, you know, after he, after he shoots Murray and then, you know, once the, the ambulance comes and then breaks him out and he's being like lauded as this like Jesus type figure and stuff. Um, it gets a, it gets a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. after he shoots Murray. Um, and I started not to like it, but once the movie ended, uh, you know, it was with uh, Corey, Corey Dungeons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he asked me what I thought about it. And I was just like, they do such a really great job at uh, not a great job. They do. They try to do a good job at telling you like that. Arthur is very much in his own head and kind of creates these fantastical, you know, fantastic you know, ideas of him being in a relationship with that woman down the hallway mm-hmm. or, you know, him having these grand ideas of, you know, Thomas Wayne being his dad. And then it, it crumbles that I thought for a moment with him being in the cop car mm-hmm. that what if the ambulance didn't hit the car and he just goes straight to the insane asylum and all we're watching post Murray being shot is just like a figment of his fantasy of mm-hmm. what he really wants to become is, you know, this this catalyst for a movement yeah. in a, in a war torn city. Yeah. You know, I, you know, it's funny cause my, my initial interpretation of the ending was similar, okay. but extrapolated, I guess a bit further Yeah, that like, you know, my initial thought I was, uh, you know, was like, Oh, he's been in, he's been in this room the entire time. Like which, none which of this movie happened. Which room? The, uh, at the very end, when he's in the insane asylum. Uh, asylum. I, I kind of had that a, was my first thought. Like was okay. like was like okay, this is like a usual suspects type of thing. Like uh, none of this happened. Yes. You know, and what made that exciting to me was the fact that it was like it, it seemed to be making this interesting comment about you know the idea of a psychopath. Um, couching the motivation and you know uh their power fantasy inside of this piece of like cultural iconography mm-hmm. that like arthur fleck is just this crazy murderous person in an asylum yeah in the like reality of right. this movie but like you know in that world like yeah it's the same world we're in like batman is a thing joker is a thing Right. So, like, what bigger power fantasy is there for a person like that than to, like, be that, you know, that central figure of, uh, like, Joker okay. that is, like, that well-known in the cultural lexicon? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and not only that, but it's, like, you know, the the scene where, you know, the origin of Batman, where his parents get murdered in the alley. It's, like, even that is, like, a self-aggrandizing part of this. Like, yes. I created Batman. Right. You know, like, yes. it's to that yes. level of, like... 
um, yeah, just completely uh, uh, <laughs> egomaniacal, yes. you know, insanity. And, you know, because there was even like little clues like, you know, they had said that he was in Arkham Asylum before, right. even in the movie. <clears throat> um, the woman, the social worker that he's like talking to very early on in the film is I don't think it was the same actor, but her and the woman she's, he's talking to at the end of the film in the asylum kind of similar looking. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that seemed like a very, you know, they're both black women. Right. Um, and they, yeah, they're, they're clearly different people and everything, mm-hmm. but just the fact that it's like, you know, that connection between those two, uh, characters yeah. made it also seem like, you know, even his fantasy starts with like, he's kind of in this sim- same room, yeah you know, just he's outside these walls, right you know, and then that's where everything goes towards. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, this whole, sure. All this awful stuff happens to him. Why would anyone fantasize about this? But it's also, it's like, no, that's just like a whole sob story. You know, he yeah. wants you to like say, Oh, what was me? Mm-hmm. Look how sad all my shit is. This is why I kill people, you know, and then goes on to become like, not just, you know, some sort of like figure in a revolution, but like the fucking Joker, yeah. the actual right. goddamn Joker, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, that seems like the ultimate kind of insane, yeah, uh, egomaniacal power trip. <laughs> um, and I was like, damn, that's kind of so like maybe this movie wasn't actually a Joker movie at all. Yeah. Maybe it was just about this guy who's crazy and like all this stuff people are talking about with it, like movies causing he's actually really just one of those dudes who's right. like, no, this didn't cause the violence. I'm just I'm just, you know, uh, uh grafting it into this skin mm-hmm. because that's something I know and we all know. And like, you know, I could, yeah. the idea that I could embody that fictional character and right. you know, what he stands for is like, yeah, the most uplifting thing I can conceive of. Even as a, um, even as like last line to the, to the therapist in the, in the white room, you know, when I think, I think he asked her like, uh, uh, or she asks him like, do you want to tell me a joke or something? And mm-hmm. you know, he says, you know, you wouldn't get it. And I was just like, do we all just get like played right now? Yeah. Like, is this what he's saying? Like, that mm-hmm. was the first inkling for me that I was just like, is this whole thing in his head? Like, is this what we just watched? Was a like, like you said, like just just this grand fantasy. Yeah. Like the ultimate grand fantasy of, you know, starting from the bottom. Now we're at the top. Yeah. Kinda. You know. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. And so like that. I thought was exciting to me, you yeah. know, that ending kind of made it. I was like, damn. Okay, this might actually be. Yeah a pretty interesting film, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And again, yeah, is actually using this whole superhero identity. Yeah. To its advantage rather than being sort of like, you know, hamstrung by it. Right. Right. Um, uh, but then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, or (laughs) this all just happened. This all just happened. And he's just back in Arkham waiting for Batman, you know, like he's, he's further creating his identity for Batman to come and get him later. And, you know, again, like, like I said before, when I'm left with that kind of openness to interpretation, given the entire history of movies revolving around comic books (laughs) that have ever been made. Yes. I'm forced to believe that this is just there so that they could potentially make a sequel. Yeah. You know, and that's all it is. That's under, yeah, that's and it's yeah. just like such a bummer. You know, <laughs> like I uh, and again, I feel like if this were actually like the kind of art house driven movie that you know I was, I was personally hoping it would be lean more towards. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be left with that question. Okay. You know, I would have a definitive. I would be able to say at the end, like even if they left it ambiguous in some way, I would be able to say no. They definitely were like making this comment about 
society and how we, you know, blame the wrong things and how those people come to even like inject those things into mm-hmm. existing issues yeah. and they're not the root of the issues, you know, like, um, you know, that, uh, that interpretation, yeah, this is a far more interesting movie to me, but I, right. I can't, I can't believe without a shadow of a doubt that that's what was going on here. So, <laughs> um, there were like early on in the movie, you know, the moments where, you know, um, Thomas Wayne is beginning to show like his, I guess, I don't know, true colors. Like he's, he's not as, you know, good as, yeah. you know, the Wayne name sort of carries itself through, you know, our real life history and just comic book history, you know, just as a name. So I thought when that kind of stuff was happening, I, I thought we were, I thought he was really going to mess with, I guess the, the comic book story, mm-hmm. you know, like there's that, uh, there's, um, a comic book called uh, flashpoint where the flash, uh, runs so fast. He, he goes back in time and actually changes history. Okay. Yeah. And I've heard about that. Yeah. And so in it, like his mother never dies, but he never becomes the flash. But in that Batman story changes in that there was still a crime. There was still a shooting in crime alley, but it was Bruce Wayne, the little boy that got shot. Mm. And it's Thomas Wayne who ends up becoming Batman, but he's far more hard edged. He uses guns, mm-hmm. violence. He kills people, and it's actually the mother who goes insane in an insane asylum and becomes the Joker. Okay, <laughs> and so like it really messed with you yeah. know you know the mythology. Do you know what I mean? But so I thought like he was gonna maybe do something like that, but you know for for film for movies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with Thomas Wayne being you know kind of a shit. Yeah. Uh, cause, uh, their interaction with each other in like the bathroom, uh, you know, was, mm-hmm. was, was really like, Oh man, like Thomas Wayne's just not a good guy. He's just like, yeah, he's just a rich, like asshole, yeah. he is just, which I kind of dug. I was rich like, white asshole. Is, yeah, yeah, this it's is like, cool. That's, yeah. That's probably who he would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so I was just like, damn. All right. Um, and I guess I just didn't, aside from like, you know, rolling my eyes at seeing, you know, the, um, him and the wife get the like pearl necklace getting ripped off. Yeah, yeah that was, was a little too. It was like was a lot like, of that was just so ham fisted, you know. Um, I didn't feel like I don't know. I didn't feel bad for him dying. Yeah, like getting shot. Like it was like one of the one times where I was just like, I wasn't thinking about Bruce Wayne like becoming Batman. I was thinking like, dude, probably got what he deserved, man. Yeah. like he, he fucking started this shit. You yeah, know? like <laughs> kind of a piece of shit right there. Yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> um, uh, what did you think about uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Incredible, he was amazing. He was yeah. Really he good. even uh, Hannah did not care for the movie. Okay, like at all. Okay, um, but she was like, he was fucking incredible. Though. Nice. Like okay. he, yeah, even she agreed. Like his performance was amazing. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, just a complete, a complete performance in every yes. way. I mean, he fully embodies this character <laughs> uh, with absolute conviction. Uh-huh. And um, I mean, man, like seeing him express like every emotion that man can express through laughter yeah, was really amazing to watch. Yeah. I mean, he really, every single type of emotion <laughs> you can experience gets expressed as a laugh in this movie. And, uh, that like that alone, uh, you know, was kind of like worth the price of admission just to see this like masterclass, yeah, yeah. you know, unfolding in front of you. Um, yeah, no, he, he was really just a pleasure to watch throughout the entire movie. And, that is one of the things, one of the unimpeachably excellent things about this movie mm-hmm. um, was how in tune Todd Phillips and his camera were to Joaquin's performance. I agree. He really, really, there were just scenes, I mean, even outside of like the the kind of dancing yes. that was going on, 
there was this amazing dance between the camera and Joaquin that it was like, you could tell he like Todd Phillips was really seeing every little detail of his performance. Mm -hmm. And I think it, you know, allowed himself the freedom within some of his shot lists to, you know, discover some of that stuff on set. Right. At least that's what it felt like. And if it was that constructed where it was, these were the planned out shots. Yeah. Right. Kudos even more to you guys. Cause mm -hmm. that was impressive stuff. But I mean, it really felt like the camera was just, not even like he was being cued. It was just like the camera was just landing. It just knew what he was yes. going to do and kind of how he was going to perform, but not in any specific way. And it would just like find mm -hmm. the right things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at just the right moments and everything. And like that stuff was, was really impressive to watch. It was like, man, not only is this a great performance, but this is like, you know, this is great direction on like the opposite side of what people think. It's like, you, yeah. know, you think it's all about like, you know, everything you're giving to the actor, but like actually seeing what they're giving back to you mm -hmm. with like that kind of attention to detail uh, and sensitivity to the performance is like every bit as important to the direction of, of a movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, I thought Phillips did a really, really excellent job of that, which, you know, is uh, I'm sure is a skill that was honed from his comedy days because that's obviously yeah. you got to be able to on set say like, that's funny, that's not funny, right. this is funnier, you know, like. And that's a much more difficult skill than I think a lot of people give it credit for. But oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for this performance in particular, I was really there were just some shots and like moments that I was just really dazzled by. Yeah. Because I was like, man, this is even independent of how I feel about the film or even like this scene right now. Like mm -hmm. that is just an excellent example of like very good filmmaking. Yeah. You know, and I, th I think like for people who like watch watch this movie, either hopefully you've watched it already as you're. You know, <laughs> yeah, you better be. As you're you better have seen it already. As you're listening to this, but I think I think that what you're what you're talking about that sort of like dance between them, like, you know, it has a it has like a reaction to you as you're sitting in the theater, you know, and like the scene after he like shoots the three guys on the on the subway train, mm -hmm. you know, and then like he he runs and goes into that bathroom and there's just that dance that he yeah. has that it's like an interpretive dance, uh -huh. like. <laughs> You know, someone could just be like, "What is this? This is what is what's happening here?" But like, it was so like beautiful mm -hmm. and you know, like sweet and kind of a, a sick yeah. way that it was just there was just this like clarity after like murdering three mm -hmm. people on a, on a train yeah. that was had in that moment. But um, I really liked uh, the shots there. But I think my favorite, uh, aside from the the end with um, the interview that him and Murray have uh, on the television show was um, when his two buddies come to, like, give him that bottle, like, wine or mm -hmm. whatever. I, I loved all that. Yeah. Just just the setup of it, you know. Random like, midget joke in there. <laughs> like, I thought I really liked that part, too. I was yeah. like, I'm glad you did that. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> even him, I, I don't even, it wasn't even to get a laugh, but even him, like, locking the door, mm -hmm. you know. It, it like even, I feel like he knew he was going to kill the big guy and not kill yeah. the little, you know, the, the midget. And then, you know, when he told them to go open it, it's just like, even in my head, I'm like, but he can't, like, yeah. the door's locked. <laughs> and, then, and then when he turned around, I was like, I felt so bad. I know, yeah. I felt bad to laugh, but I was like, he probably did that on purpose. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I like the the dancing stuff. Yeah, definitely that. You know, I've even seen dancing like that used in other movies to to very just it feels so random and mm -hmm. shit. But like this, it it worked for me in the sense of, you know, that was like teaching the audience how this character 
how confused his emotional response is in a lot of ways. And like, like I was saying before about how they're all expressed through laughter. Yes. And, um, you know, there's also the whole element of like him having watched like all these old movies with his mother. Oh yeah. And like, you know, the, so that dance in an, in a way it was like, to me, it was like kind of heart wrenching to watch. Cause it was like another form of his like confused emotional expression, mm. you know, like all the, whatever conflicting, whatever elated and or conflicting feelings he was feeling after murdering and empowerment and all that, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't know how to express that through the proper channels as yeah. it were. Yeah. And it, just all came out as this weird movement of his body, yeah, you know, yeah. that he just had to do. And uh-huh. like, I thought that was such a cool scene. And, and also that like, that wasn't forced down your throat, you know, no. it was like, they kind of, they teach you, the movie does a good job early on of like teaching you about his like laughter and like where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, see pretty clearly how that ends up getting mixed in with his other emotions because he can't control it. Right. And so when he's feeling one way, this laughter comes on and it just turns into this, mess yeah of the two and you know so that's like it, it underpins like all of his emotional responses mm-hmm. and but then this element of it when you know things became a little more yeah uh complex i guess emotionally for him it was like that you know that lack of uh of ability to utilize the proper emotional resources <laughs> we're equipped with um you know it, it finds this like new expression in a way mm-hmm. And it's like you kind of watch it just happen with his body. You know, yeah. it's like even he, I don't think, really kind of understands it. But he just like that's just the only way he knows how to, like, I guess, express what he's feeling in that moment. And right. Yeah, it right. felt so it felt, you know, again, like a real kind of character thing and not just this like, oh, he's fucking crazy. So let's have him dance let's after him, he murders yeah. people, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so but again, like, you know, the, it was that was another part where the superhero thing kind of like uh created some conflict with the movie for me Mm -hmm. and not the dancing in particular, but just um, some of the things that felt more like, you know, they were, let's talk about like actual like elements of trauma. Okay. You know, like how these things build up, you know, the more character drama driven part of the movie, Mm -hmm. you know, when they did like the Thomas Wayne thing, the confused fatherhood and like how all that plays into the, you know, his vision of paternity and identity and all those things. Um, to a lot of people that just came off as just a Batman plot twist. Right. You know, it didn't play like, cause you saw in the theater, all the, you know, I'm sure you had even more than us, like the reactions of people that like, when they start talking about that there, everyone was like, what? <laughs> like mind blown. Yeah. Oh my God. When he reads They're the letter brothers. Yeah. Yeah. When he reads the, the, the letter yeah. that the mother wrote. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I wish you hadn't have done it this way, yeah. you know? Cause like, that's what people are thinking about now. They're not thinking about like how what you are as a person. They're thinking about this just being another step in the yeah. you know creation of the Joker, right? You know, yeah. and not another step down the uh, spiral staircase of Arthur Fleck's psyche. You yeah, know? yeah. Rather than providing like the kind of uh, uh, artistic ambiguity that a lot of '70s films would have, I felt like it just gave us an out road to like mm. chalk all this up to escapism. Yeah. You know, instead of like, you know, if you want to address this issue, I get the, you know, doing this oblique thing. I appreciate that a lot about about a lot of art. Right. You know, you can't just like you can't always just address it head on. That's not always yeah. the most effective way to discuss something or to change someone's mind. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, couching this commentary about like, you know, society right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the proliferation of, of gun violence and how we don't necessarily really understand or, uh, you know, uh the depths of of you know mental illness 
uh, or how to treat it as a society, not just as like, you know, clinical uh, from a clinical standpoint. Right, right. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said there. And I appreciate the idea of doing that through a superhero movie, which is the most popular, you know, sort of mainstream media yeah. of our time. Um, but again, yeah, I, I don't feel like it, it, it sufficiently uh, made its point to a degree that it overcame just this is a superhero movie that's just a, a yeah. bit more interesting than other ones you yeah, know yeah yeah it definitely like takes the off ramp to you know superhero land mm-hmm. you know a little bit just and to so, yeah it just allows you to yeah. do that as a viewer even to right. like not confront it to mm-hmm. like always be able to say like oh no that's just like part of the batman joker origin story yeah and not like uh, you don't think that's like maybe something a lot of people actually deal with mm-hmm you know, in the real world, not in the Batman universe, like that maybe we need to be considering a bit more and more considerate of and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it, when it was going through, you and I have had conversations off mic about like film festivals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I do still put it in that. I do still put the movie, you know, in the, in the category of like, I mean, it's great that it won awards. I don't think it really needed it. You know, Um, I'm glad that it's being recognized as something very, you know, different and new Mm -hmm. but also at the same time like you know those superhero elements in it are used as a crutch yeah to not really take you the entire way and experience something you know that that if that if it didn't use it as a crutch could be really 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 groundbreaking in the genre of comic book movies, mm-hmm. but not just take the off ramp to being a comic book movie. Yeah, and so like that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. that's kind of where it's just like, yeah, it's cool and all, but yes, I would have really liked, you know, I I don't know why like uh, Steve McQueen just jumped into my head right now mm-hmm. with um, <laughs> with uh, what's the movie did? Um, shame, not shame. The hunger, one, hunger. Yeah, I think about hunger. Mm-hmm. Like hunger and and shame both kind of jumped in my head in terms of sort of like a a psyche driven right totally those are great examples of like you know what this movie could have been if freed from the shackles of superhero dumb yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it still could have had those moments yeah so I feel like it still could have had those elements of you know comic book winks here and there mm-hmm. uh, but still not like you know stepped in the shit yeah as it were <laughs> as much as it did yeah i think the i think the big uh i think the um you said that, like a lot of people had like an audible reaction to discovering like oh my god they're brothers mm-hmm. in our in our theater the, the 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 biggest audible reaction i guess is when he goes to wayne manor mm-hmm. and the way bruce gets off the uh his like toy set or like the toy house uh-huh. is he uses a pole oh yeah so like a lot of people were like, Tee-hee-hee. Uh-huh. Like, he used the pole like the old movie. Yeah. And then when I actually saw what the little boy Bruce Wayne was wearing, mm-hmm. he looked like Adam West. Like it looked like an outfit oh, that really? like <laughs> he would wear from the old show. Nice. And so I, like that was kind of nice. Like okay, that little cool. moment yeah. there, like how he stepped off and just used the pole to get down. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was kind of like, that's a total shout out to, yeah. the, to the Adam West. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I think it could have had fun. like uh, that. That's like an example yeah uh, of like something small where it's not totally in your face but you know yeah. if you've watched that television show oh and yeah and yeah. like you know there were there were little shout outs in there that you know even when joker was in the cop car at the end of the movie it was oh, like yeah. they totally did the you know mounted to the side of the car shot of yes. you know famous one of heath ledger from dark knight mm-hmm. and shit like that mm-hmm. so 
Yeah, no, I thought those were tastefully done, though. Yeah. You know, none yeah. of them were, yeah, exactly, like, in your face. It was just little kind of smart nods here and there. Right. That worked out nicely. Yeah. I saw a, uh, I haven't, like, read too too deep into, like, um, I haven't read any art, art, uh, interviews with, like, Todd Phillips or anything like that about it. I've seen um, headlines where um, I'm sure, because when we walked out of the theater, Daryl and I were talking and he was just like, so wait a minute. If, like, this is the Joker and, like, Bruce Wayne's going to become Batman, like, you got to figure there's a there's a good couple of years before this happens. So, like, we were looking at, like, age differences. Uh-huh. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And so, and then it just so happened that, like, a couple of days later, I saw a headline to an article that said, like, oh, Todd Phillips says sort of that maybe, you know, this this Joker, this the Joaquin Phoenix one, like, is if you're going to put it into that comic book mold, which it is by the end of it, um, might be the inspiration for just another Joker mm-hmm. that Batman actually fights mm-hmm. later on if you're going to take the comic book route and it's not actually the character. Right. It's just some sort of... Yeah, rather than having Joker fight like a 68-year-old <laughs> Joker. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> exactly. And I was just like, okay, cool. I kind of like the idea of like various Jokers, various stories, mm-hmm. you know, that what's true what's not you know if you if you decide to you know really comic book it up right yeah you really want to place it in what is already you know like a free form mythos you know yeah 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 so um but uh but yeah no that's that's who jumped into my head in terms of what we were talking about yeah in terms of yeah uh, you know i also there were you know there were a couple of parts in the movie too that just felt like you know kind of just like missteps for me just from like a filmmaking standpoint okay like, you know, there were, it, you know, there was definitely like, I guess to couch this all in like an extended metaphor, <laughs> um, you know, there was there was like a, a magician act going on throughout this film, you okay. know, because it is, you know, going in with the yeah, jo- baggage of the Joker and all this. And it's kind of like, what can I show you? What are you not seeing? You know, and like, you know, how can I sort of sl- trick you into looking over here while I do this? And then you notice it and it's like, ha, there it right, is. Right, right. You know, um, but, you know, at, at times it was really unsuccessful for me, though, where okay. it, it felt, you know, like watching a magician who's got one hand behind his back the whole time. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I know where you're getting the dove from. Yeah, you know, right, like, right. <laughs> this is not a surprise to anybody. Um, but the thing with the neighbor in particular, like that uh, drove me crazy when that like reveal happened. That was like he was never actually with her. I was like. I didn't even know you were trying to conceal this. Yeah, right. It was like every time we saw them, this like real artificial music would come on. It'd be this like slow-mo sweeping camera shot. Mm-hmm. Him like swooping in. He's acting completely unlike himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, all that shit. I'm like, I, I didn't even know this was like a surprise. Yeah. You know, but again, there were, you know, I saw people reacting like at that moment. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like... <laughs> The movie's been training you the whole time to recognize his fantasy life, yeah, you know, like yeah. what the fuck, <laughs> you know, and I just I couldn't believe it, but yeah, it seemed just the movie too. I was like, "Really?" I like Like the you re- think you're pulling the wool be- off and over my eyes right now or something? Like I like the um I didn't like being visually told that it was yeah. a fantasy. I didn't like that sequence. However, when he's sitting on the couch and she walks in and they have that small exchange, mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah. Like, I really liked that reveal. That, to me, should have just been the reveal mm-hmm. and not, you know, replaying all the scenes with her not there. Um, but as a, I guess, as like a looking at it through the eyes of, you know, not us, not, con- you know, uh, a conventional moviegoer, mm-hmm. like I liked 
having that scene and the reveal of like, oh man, it wasn't real. Like, yeah. Damn. And I think when I watched, when I saw it for the first time, like it was a, it wasn't, um, cause I know what you were, what you're saying right now. I saw that, like, obviously he's not with her. Like, mm-hmm. This is, yeah. We're just watching. It seems fantasy. so obvious. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. And I, when they have that small exchange when he's in her apartment and, you know, she's, you know, she's surprised and, and, you know, scared. I, I registered for me on more of an emotional level mm-hmm. where I was like, I like, I felt for Arthur, the character of Arthur. Like I felt emotionally like, Oh my God, like this is, this is heartbreaking. Like mm-hmm. as if things could not get any worse, yeah. you know? <laughs> and like, it's so happy in your head, but like, fuck, then reality just slaps you across the face. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that moment worked for me just sort of like on an emotional yeah. you know, level for okay. his character um, yeah. in that way. But I totally agree with what you're saying in terms of, yeah. yeah. I was like, I wish we'd have just seen, you know, more so have that just play out in, you know, his expression yep. and like his reaction, like where we watch him realize what we all already know mm-hmm. that like none of this happened yeah. rather than trying to make it this moment where it's like, Oh man, <laughs> uh, you guys had no idea. And I was like, I didn't, yeah, I honestly didn't even know you were trying to hide that. <laughs> like, I thought you we were being explicit about the fact that this is not real. Um, but yeah, you know, so the remote, like the, you know, the, the finding of the file at the, you know, the asylum as well when he's like reading that. Okay. Um, yeah, that scene too didn't really work for me that well. Um, cause I mean, A, I, I pretty much assumed there was childhood trauma already. Yeah. Just hearing the specifics of it didn't really do anything for me. Right. Um, and on top of it, too, it was just like, you know, it was a pretty poor example of exposition in film. It was you like know? pretty heavy handed. Yeah, it was yeah. just like literally like, let's read a file <laughs> right now, you know, that explains everything. <laughs> right. Like you, you can't get more heavy handed right, expositionally right. than that. Yeah. So so that also it just felt, you know, kind of, yeah, like a I I assumed most of this. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah and also didn't seem like a necessary escalation of things okay because uh, yeah already you know like you said couldn't can't get any worse yeah. or how could things get any worse like that's you know what bugged hannah about the movie was it in in some ways it's almost like one of those fucking like old ben stiller comedies okay where it's just like every wrong situation uh, possible just yeah. gets compiled onto this one character mm-hmm. and he's so hapless you know to deal with it <laughs> Uh, but it just keeps getting worse, you know, and like all that. And so it did kind of have that component to it. And I could see how people could feel that that's like, you know, contrived or uninteresting or whatever. But I mean, we are dealing with an extreme example here. You know, nobody's trying to say I don't think that like this is an experience everybody's going to relate to. You right. Know? Right. Um, so I, I do understand that like we're dealing with like, you know, yeah, extremities. Yes. Um, you know, we're, we are, this is a movie about like the worst case scenario. Like mm-hmm. that's really what Joker has always been is like, this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, he is, yeah, again, going back to the fact that there's no, the best origin story for him is no clear origin because yeah. it's like, he needs to just be this absolute, you know, mm-hmm. in the universe. And, um, so, uh, I will say that, uh, being able to watch it, uh, I think I told you this a little bit when we came over after the movie that being able to watch it, uh, the movie on film, mm-hmm. really gave the movie an aesthetic that I oh, yeah. wasn't expecting. For I mean, um, but I think uh, also seeing it on film like added to my liking of the movie and like just enjoyment of the experience. Yeah, because it was nice to see like little scratches here and there, you know, in this like seventies, mm-hmm. you know, 
clearly I, I also even like that they're you know the word uh, Gotham City is not thrown around a lot in right. the movie you know which I actually really kind of appreciated um, I mean you see it on you know official paperwork or buildings or something like that but um, there were little things like that that I, I kind of liked that it just mm-hmm. wasn't in your it's Gotham City it's right, Gotham yeah, this it's Gotham that constantly reminding you that we're in Batman world and, yeah you know. right exactly <laughs> so um, it kind of gave this city like for the for the longest time I was just I had to be reminded we were in Gotham when official shit mm-hmm. popped up because I was just like we're, this is just New York like this is yeah. real real you know uh, and the credit to like the production design and just all, all that kind of stuff really 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 made this world like pop yeah, for me, and made it made it feel real mm-hmm. too. You know, yeah, they did a good job of like constructing like the production design and everything, and like you know they did a smart job of like you know managing. Not that they had like a tiny budget for this, but like you know for a superhero for a comic book movie, yes. small budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought they did a smart job of like you know keeping it contained when they needed to, mm-hmm. but then like every time we did step outside, they would really kind of you know like. Not in an obnoxious way, but like go out of their way to really make it feel like we could go anywhere right, right here, and this all feels like a real space, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, I thought you know that 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 construction of the world was very good, but then like you know the uh, I guess the world building, <laughs> as far as like this feeling like a living, breathing place, yeah. Um, you know, felt that felt very like artificial to me. Okay. Um, which again, like. you know, could, you know, play into either the, this is his constructed fantasy or, Hey, it's a comic book movie. Uh, yeah, um, you true. know, but so, so that didn't really bother me, but I didn't get the vibe. Like, you know, when you watch taxi driver and you're yeah. like, damn, this is like New York, right. Fucking now. Right. It's just, they're just <laughs> right. shooting this documentary. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, yeah, this felt very much more like, uh, you know, like a, a place and even like the, the population and everything, like the way things were swinging so hard with like you know his small ripples mm-hmm. and everything we're like throwing the entire city into an uproar like immediately yeah um you know even that felt a little like um i guess like you know one-dimensional in a sense okay that it was just like you know this one act occurred and then like this giant societal divide that's been like precipitating and marinating for years yeah. is all of a sudden just like clearly drawn everyone's taken aside it's panic in the streets you mm-hmm. know like all this type of shit and i was like Man, I wish people had that much conviction about things. You know, like <laughs> yeah, right. I uh, I kind of thought about did uh, did you like the movie uh, V for Vendetta or no? Uh, I thought it was okay. All right. Yeah. I, I things about it I enjoyed. Yeah. You read the book though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read the book too. I I kind of had a V for Vendetta sort of thought. Sure. Yeah. While, uh, while watching, you know, Joker, like we'll post post seeing it. Um, that uh, when I first saw V for Vendetta, the movie, like I, I really liked that movie. It really hit me in, in, a, in a deep way. And I just like that there seemed to be a message, mm-hmm. you know, uh, obviously in the book and in the movie. Um, but yeah, I do kind of, I do kind of, you know, it's like as soon as Thomas Wayne called all of them clowns, it was like, there's thousands of these fuckers. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> here we go, you know? And I was just like, okay, well, yeah. I, I guess I'll go along with that, you know? It's deplorables moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, overall, like I, I, I'm excited to see like what comes next mm-hmm. because of this movie Yeah, with, I guess, comic book movies as a genre. Um, and I'm, I, I think that's what, again, makes me really like the movie is that I'm, I'm excited for what someone else is going to do 
as a jumping off point. Yeah. From Joker. Totally. And I, I hope it's somewhere in the vein of like a Steve McQueen kind of thing or like not that Steve McQueen needs to do like a movie like this or like yeah. take a character out of the comic book world and be like. But yeah, take it that next extra step further into yeah, that territory. And just like really, really, really did it because it can also it can be like a more of a I think the world now, aside from like, you know, violence and whatever it is like we're we're mainstream media is very much a comic book mainstream media do you know like I'm, I'm like a part of that so it'd be interesting to see sort of like a loose commentary mm-hmm. on that that those people yeah that <laughs> you know population um but really taken like down to you know bone on bone yeah you know yeah no it's like i you know i do appreciate this movie for the conceit of kind of like smuggling in you know, an art house film with a message into the superhero genre. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate that um, aspiration. And I don't know that this movie accomplished that. Mm -hmm. Um, But seeing it as a first step in that direction whereby other people can look at it and understand kind of what worked and what didn't and hopefully continue to fine tune that balancing act. Yeah. Um, I'm certainly not against that. Right. Um, you know, so I, I do appreciate what, you know, is is being attempted here. And it is actually a, a long running tradition in film. Yeah. Is to kind of, you know, smuggle your message into the popular medium. Right. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I respect the fact that somebody is taking that, you know, sort of uh, legacy mm-hmm. and applying it to today's, <laughs> you know, mainstream culture. But, uh, yeah, I hope, you know, to see some more uh, effective yeah. Results, uh, you know, in the future would be cool. And that hopefully this doesn't also like because this movie just made a fuckload of money. Yeah. Like I think biggest October weekend opening ever. And I'm pretty sure it's going to win this weekend as well. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, so, you know, I'm I have concerns that this is going to cause a bad trend in like, you know, the art house st- side of filmmaking yeah. that like more people are going to try to be doing or investors are going to be more like, hey, why don't we? Yeah try to take this story and shove it into this known property, you know, right. and like that's going to create a bad trend. Um, but who knows if that'll happen. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, so yeah, I can, you know, I could see, like I said, or like you said, be interested to see what happens next. Yes. I could see this being a good thing or a bad thing or yes. more likely than anything, a little bit of both. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So, um, but yeah, man, that's all I got on Joker. Yeah, no, same here. Yeah, that's I'm it. glad that you didn't hate it. Yeah, no. I'm glad uh-huh. that you got stuff out of it, but I also am very much 100% on board with all your criticisms mm. because I think they're valid. Yeah, you no, know? it was nice to be able to take a you know comic book-driven movie like this seriously. Yeah. You know, and be able to, like, most comic book, I wouldn't even apply this kind of rubric to them because it's like, why bother? Right. You know, that's just, <laughs> <It's>, just going <laughs> to get frustrated, so... <laughs> You know, while at the end of the day, it did feel more to me like I walked out of a comic book movie than I walked out of an art house film. Okay. Um, it was still, you know, one of the better comic book movies I've seen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd, for me, at least, this is definitely more interesting than like anything Marvel's doing. Um, so I know those are apples and oranges. You yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. But, you know, as far as like, hey, what direction we're going to go with like right. taking our franchises and our characters. I would argue it's a lot better than some of the stuff DC is doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's its own, uh, aside, of course, of uh, Aquaman, which mm-hmm. I fucking love, but yeah. that's a completely different. <laughs> that's the other side of the ocean. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like that, you know, Warner Brothers and DC sort of did this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
because it, it is exciting to see now what they're going to do. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I remain skeptical. That's I think fine. They're gonna, they made this much money, and they're already... Right now, they're talking to Joaquin Phoenix about, like, oh, yeah. sequel, buddy. For sure. How do we sequelize this shit? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, but anyway. Well, you wouldn't be you if you weren't skeptical, so... No, it's true. <laughs> I like you just the way you are, Dory. Oh, thanks, Bobby. Yes. I like you the way you are. Woo! Unskeptical. Oh, yeah. I love everything. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, this is so good. <laughs> just crying and heartbroken yeah. and everything. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, Dorian is music video bound next week, so I don't know yet if I'm going to have a guest. Maybe, maybe not. Or who the fuck knows? I'll just wait. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. Sounds good. Do it up. You know what's out this weekend? Gemini Man. Uh-oh. Whoa. Yeah. Don't care about that. <laughs> Might be my Tuesday movie. Oh, yeah. It's probably a Tuesday movie. Yeah. But I still haven't seen Ad Astra, and I still want to see one. I still want to go see that. So Yeah, I'll check that out at some point. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank y'all. Bye. Later.